This is WSKG News. More than 2 million Pennsylvania children are receiving federal aid via the expanded child tax credit. Parents say they're putting the money towards everything from bills to college savings accounts. But Keystone Crossroads' Laura Benshoff reports they're reluctant to get used to payments that Congress may not renew. At 67, Willard Magruder didn't expect to be raising kids again. But here he is, trying to coax his three-year-old grandson, Raheen, who has autism, into a sweatshirt before putting him on the bus to preschool. Magruder has had custody of Raheen and nine-year-old Keyshawn since their mom, his daughter, was incarcerated. Grandpa trying his best. Yes, he is trying his best. Supporting the boys with his social security has been tough. So with the help of a tax repair, he signed up for the child tax credit earlier this year. But the IRS has flagged his application, asking him to prove his identity. Magruder says that process has taken a while. I waited months and months because I was like, OK, they telling me to wait till December. And this is back in August. So far, he hasn't seen that money, which he hopes to spend on new bedroom furniture for Keyshawn. Since mid-July, the IRS has put more than $61 billion in the pockets of American parents. Most families are eligible for up to $300 per month per kid. But many of the lowest-income families, particularly those who don't need to file taxes, have been missing out. Beth McConnell with the city of Philadelphia says there are thousands at risk in this city alone. The IRS estimated that there are about 14,000 children in Philadelphia who are receiving Medicaid, but for whom no one is claiming them on their taxes. So we're we're trying to reach those 14,000 kids. Philadelphia launched a campaign to call and text tens of thousands of people whose kids have accessed social services to make sure they know about the credits. McConnell says they've helped connect more than 1,500 people so far, but there's more work to do. It's pretty meaningful and pretty significant, but, you know, we'd like to see that continue and see that number grow. Getting people to sign up is just the first challenge. Getting them over hurdles with the IRS is another issue. Proving your ID, like Willard Magruder needed to, comes up a lot. So do situations where multiple people are claiming the same child. Sorting through these issues is hard, partly because the IRS isn't really set up to run customer service for a new welfare program. Kira, a single mom in Montgomery County, says she's been trying to get through to the IRS with no luck. I'm calling seven o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting on hold and each time it gets to 45 minute mark, it's hanging up. Keystone Crossroads is not using her last name because of a recent domestic violence incident. Her situation is pretty typical. Only about one in 50 calls to the tax return hotline is picked up, according to the IRS itself. All this runaround is keeping money out of Kira's pocket that she says she needs now. I got bills that are due this month that I haven't paid yet. I got bills that are due next month. My rent is coming up, like, and I literally have no financial support. But reaching people like Kira and Willard Magruder is crucial if the tax credit program will truly live up to its promise. Patrick Cooney studies poverty and policy at the University of Michigan. It has the potential to essentially wipe out the most extreme forms of poverty by, by providing this income floor for all American families. And for people who are getting the money, it's already making a difference. Nationally, 3.5 million kids moved above the poverty line after two months of the program. 
Antonia Gunter, who's raising three kids by herself in lower northeast Philly, says it's already changed the direction of her life. Getting that child tax credit and finally like having some type of income, um, it made me just want to get more. Gunter had been living off of welfare for a couple of years after quitting her job as a hospice nurse. She wanted to take care of her son, Brian, who has special needs. But after a couple months on the tax credit, she decided to go back to work. I couldn't live off of welfare. I couldn't do it anymore. It, it wasn't, it was no life. She now makes $15 an hour as a residential counselor and says she's saving to buy a house. Laura Benshoff, Keystone Crossroads. This is WSKG.